Hello, everyone. Welcome to Put the Lotion in the Basket. I'm Anna. And I'm Patrick. And we are two friends who love to obsess about skincare. That's right, we do. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what else to say. So, um... Obsessed about skincare. Um, we talk about it every week, and we would love you to join us on our skincare journey. How's your skin doing today, Anna? It's okay. Um, I've had a pretty unremarkable skin week, I think. I've ju- I'm just sticking to my same boring regimen. Paula's Choice vitamin C serum that I've been using lately because mm-hmm. I just ran out of Dr. Brenner and I bought this at Sephora. So it's it's working fine. Um, my Suntegrity 5-in-1 sunscreen moisturizer. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty boring, but it's still, it's still going okay. And, you know, this is not SpawnCon. I truly wish that it was, but I really, I've talked about them before. I can't plug enough the Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads. I've been using them a little more consistently in the last week. Um, Uh I kind of go on and off. It says on the box to use them every day, but I would often use them just like two or three times a week. But the last week or so I've been using them more often. They're amazing. Really? they really change, in my experience, the texture of your skin and make fine lines a lot less visible. And when you stop using them, everything kind of goes back to looking how it was. But yeah, they are worth it. That is a product that I will sing the praises of forever. So I've been I've been using those a lot. Okay, I'm good. I'm just, I'm gonna buy them. I, this is what I did with the Dr. Brenner recommendation you gave me a few weeks ago, and I haven't looked back since. So so this is Dr. Gro- uh, Dennis Gross, right? Mm-hmm. Dennis Gross peel pads. I personally, there are different strength ones. I like the Ultra Gentle because oh. I also do use retinol and stuff. Um, so I've been using the peel pads actually in the morning. I clean with a very gentle cleanser and then I use them uh-huh. before my serum because it feels like a bit much to use them at night and then apply um, like a retinoid. Yeah, or um, oh, what's it called? Our good old tretinoin. Yeah, are yes. you still on the track? I am. I'm waiting for my refill. So I used Ooh. one of these online RX places. So I'm yes. in between prescriptions, but... Um, but yeah, so that's been my regimen lately. It's not too different from the usual. No, and that's good. It's about consistency. And yes, sometimes it does get boring, you know? But it's like drinking eight glasses of water is not particularly exciting. <laughs> but we still all do it, don't we? Or at least, you know, we we try to. At least I, I try to. Um, my skincare regime is going pretty solidly. And um, the only thing I've introduced is I, found, I forgot I had this, but I found some La Mer... Uh, SPF 30 tinted moisturizer that I bought when I was earning um, more money than I am now. Um, And I forgot I had it. And I already wear an SPF 50 moisturizer all in one kind of thing. So just for a little bit of color, I just mix it in, you know, tiny little P dot size, mix it in. Hopefully the marine um, elements in the you know, La Mer do something, Pro- probably not, but it gives me a glow, <laughs> has a bit of sun protection, and then that's it. I'm, then I'm ready to leave the house. And you like it? I like it. I like, yeah, I do. I, I must say, like, it does, because, I mean, I have it on now. I don't know if you can tell, like, does, does it look like I'm wearing makeup It doesn't now? look like you're wearing makeup at no. all. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what I like about it, is, you know, it's not, and it's not aimed at men, necessarily. In fact, I don't think it's aimed at men at all. It's, 
it's a it's a BB cream that you know is it's expensive. It's a hundred dollars, but it's probably the best one I've ever used because it just it goes on and it just elevates the texture of my skin a little bit without me looking like I'm auditioning for RuPaul's Drag Race season <laughs> seventeen. You know, um, so. Yeah, so I like it. I'm sure there's other much cheaper BB creams out there, but I just, I, I do need to have a little bit of luxury in my routine, you know, some way or somehow. I hear you on that. Yeah. Like a little bit of luxury too. The Dennis Gross peel pads feel a little bit luxurious to me. Yes, I just looked them up actually. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. <laughs> no, they're like 100 or 120 bucks a box. Now, a box yeah. will last you at least a couple months because usually there's. 60 in a box. So even if you use them every day, uh-huh. they'll last a couple months. But if you use them every other day, which I think is very reasonable, yeah. they'll last longer, like four months or whatever it is. So in my opinion, they're well worth it. They're yeah. not like break the bank. Like I would say any product that's more than, I would say, or even close to $200, that to me is like, eh, I mm. really hard to justify. But the $100 range for something that lasts months and is super effective to me, is worth it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, if it's getting the results, you know. Um, So we have got quite a lot to talk about today. We're talking bubbles. We're talking sperm facials. And peptides. Oh, yeah, and peptides. I left peptides out because it doesn't begin with an S, but then neither does bubbles, so I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so why don't we just get right into it? Let's do it. Okay. Um, So I know you were talking or you wanted to talk about um jennifer aniston yes what she's she's made the papers Mm -hmm. with um some rather left of center skin things that she's doing do you want to tell me a bit about what you've found out yes so this apparently stems from an interview she did with the wall street journal i was not able to read the original source material because it's behind a paywall and i don't have a wall street journal subscription i'm I'm, (laughs) I'm sad to say although great Great publication, but I don't. Um, So this is all secondhand. So that's my first disclaimer is I'm reading, I'm relying mostly on summaries of what she apparently told the Wall Street Journal. But the headline news is that she apparently said that she gets peptide injections every week for her skin. Uh-huh. I have never even heard of this. I'm, I've heard of peptides as um, a topical ingredient. For sure. But for I don't even years. really know what, I didn't really know what they were. No, I, I still don't. I have, I feel like it's something to do with plumping the dermis and, you know, a bit like hyaluronic acid, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Exactly. It is, it is along those lines. So I have done some research. But once again, my second disclaimer is we're just regular people. We're not scientists um, or dermatologists, obviously, or anything. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But so peptides are um, a molecule, I guess. They're uh, made of amino acids, which are, I remember from middle school nutrition class are the building blocks of protein. Mm. I guess the relevant thing though, is that when they are in your body and maybe on the surface of your skin, they prompt your cells to do certain things. So so some people get them injected. Um, and I guess, I, I mean, I don't know if there's like different kinds of peptides or exactly how it works, but mm-hmm. I guess you can get these injections that then instead of um, working like a filler, right? So where you're actually putting a substance into your face that's coming from the outside yeah. and making you look firmer and tighter and all that, 
it's these peptides are somehow prompting your own cells to create more collagen and more elastin. So your skin then kind of improves on its own, like as a reaction to these molecules that you're injecting. Okay. So it's kind of like microneedling where the skin thinks it's kind of under attack. So Mm -hmm. it starts producing more collagen to counter the, the thousand punctures it's experiencing. Exactly. It's like prompting your body to have a certain reaction to something. And then that's creating the result rather than putting some kind of product into you or, you know, that just gives you that result right off the bat. And I mean, I guess these injections can cost anywhere from like a few hundred dollars on up. Mm-hmm. I don't envision myself getting getting them and certainly not weekly anytime soon, but um, mm-hmm. it was interesting. And then when I was reading more, it seems like there are actually a lot of medical applications for for peptide injections. I mean, this is a whole world that I don't know too much about, but I guess this is like a new frontier in medicine, not just skincare and, you know, aesthetic things, but yeah. in treatments for different kind kinds of diseases too. They're looking at these injections that like create certain reactions in your body and make your cells do certain things. It, it's very interesting. If I was like a biotech investor, um, yeah. maybe this is an area I'd look into, but, but I'm not. And, uh, and that's my very limited understanding of it, but pretty fascinating. I mean- there are just so many things you can do. There are it's so many things you can inject into your face. There's, yeah, there's just, it's like we're, we're blinded <laughs> by choice in the 2023 when it comes to skincare. I'm so glad in some ways that I don't have unlimited resources oh, or budget to spend on this because, I mean, I feel like I totally have it in me to be some insane Norma Desmond type character who spends oh like goodness. all day, like my LED mask in the morning and my peptide injections in the afternoon and my... I mean, yeah. you could do nothing but skincare all day. No, for sure. We, yeah, I, could, I would probably end up living in a laboratory just with a team of <laughs> experts just using my face for, you know, the, the advancement of science. You know, I would just, and I'd end up looking like Frankenstein in the process, which which is what happens with most of these people with too much money and too much time on their hands, you know. Um, that said, Jennifer Aniston looks amazing. She does. She, she totally does. bloody amazing. You know, she again, totally a woman in her 50s, you know, I, I could look at her all day. And yeah. if I could look like her when I get to 54, I'd be delighted. So I am certainly not taking peptide injections off the table. Um, Just looking at this article, the catch, according to Dr. Torb, who um, is an esthetician um, and dermatologist, says that um, peptide injections might be gaining popularity, but they're still not approved by the FDA. Ah. Uh, and 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 the, and they say, I don't inject anything that is not FDA approved. Oh, interesting. Um, is Botox FDA approved? I mean, I mean, it e- must be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't we'll know fact I... check that. If it's yeah. not, I'll cut that out. But I believe, I believe that it is. And it has, yeah, it has medical uses too, um, besides just being in a, a wrinkle eraser. Yes. I did find something funny when I was researching peptides. I found this article that had this very illuminating quote from some doctor, I think a dermatologist, who said, Peptide injections should be administered with a board-certified physician in a trusted facility to ensure they are being performed correctly and under proper conditions. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Great. And then says, it is also always important to be sure you know what is being injected into your face and body. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thanks for that. Yeah, Dr. (laughs) Zeus. 
it's like, <laughs> it's like, wow. Now I, that's, that's what I've been doing wrong. I just have just been injecting stuff that I found find in the street into my face. I guess like something <laughs> you just have to picture these doctors getting these phone calls from random journalists. Like, okay, yeah. what do you have to say about peptide injections? And they're like, uh, yeah. just you should always know what's being injected into your body and face. Yeah, <laughs> good, that, that's helpful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so Peptide injections aren't the only thing that Jennifer Aniston's been putting on her face. Um, According to recent reports, she's also been indulging in salmon semen. Uh Uh-huh. Did you see, have you seen this I did see the headline, but I have not done any research on this, so I don't know what that means. You just rub it on your face? Well, salmon sperm facials, Jennifer has allegedly... um, is, is allegedly doing as well. And again, I will say, her skin looks great. It does. I have no problem with sperm on my face. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I didn't think that through before I said it. I have no problem with a product containing um, sperm or any kind of naturally derived product or ingredient if it has good results. You know, it doesn't, I don't get a yuck factor from the idea of salmon sperm. In a facial. No. If now, it was human, I would be a little, maybe. Uh, well, if I knew the human. I mean, I, I guess context is everything, but for a facial, I'd be like, uh. Yeah, what is it? Why are we okay to rub animal stuff on our face, but not I human? Know. That is a good question. You know? Right. I don't know. It's like we drink cow's milk, but we don't We don't drink, rub cow semen in our face. No, we don't or, drink breast milk after infancy. Oh, uh, no thanks. Right? Disgusting. Yeah. But, but we're closer hmm. to humans than we are to um, mammals, even though we are all mammals. I don't know what it is. Um, it's a topic for another week, I'm sure. Um, but going back to the salmon sperm facial, while I haven't indulged in that particular type of treatment, I did buy a product, an exfoliating serum, a few years back with salmon eggs in it. Hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Pericone MD. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Pericone MD was like the skincare line. About eight years ago, it feels, I remember people were talking about Pericone MD a lot. It was popping up in magazines. Celebrities were talking about it. There was this amazing product called the No Foundation Foundation, which I remember someone swearing by a makeup artist that I was talking to. And I ended up getting it. And it was... It was good. It did leave me looking a little bit like the Tin Man. Had some kind of a metallic quality to it, but you know, I it was it was it was fun. It was fun to use. So round about this time, I remember I saw a, a, a glass bottle with bl- bright blue, almost listerine blue serum inside it. So it completely drew me in, and it was an exfoliating serum. And the key ingredient was salmon roe. I bought it. It wasn't cheap. I can't remember how much it was, but I was in the UK at the time and it's probably around 60, 65 pounds. So you look about 80, 85 dollars. I put it on my face and unsurprisingly stank a fish. Oh no. Ugh. And it's like my love affair with Ugh. that serum ended immediately because it's like I'm rubbing <laughs> dead fish on my face. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, you know? I'm fine with a product that doesn't have a great smell, like um, the vitamin C serums that I use, they're kind yeah. of, they have like a vague, almost, um, I don't know, smoky, they don't smell like much, but whatever they do smell like isn't great. But a fishy smell, that's a step too far. 
Yeah, That's... especially in the morning when you're when you just got out of the shower Ugh. and you've just you know and you want to you want to smell good and you want your skin to look good, so you put this stuff on it mm-hmm. that it wasn't cheap and it's supposed to be great for your skin, but you can smell fish Ew. wherever you're going because it's like on it's on your skin. Plus, you know. You- for every person who you attract with your beautiful glowing skin, you probably repel at least yes. one or two with your fishy smell. So Yeah, yeah. It's like imagine people hugging you and, and being too polite to say, God, that, that person smells of fish. What did you have for lunch? You know, and it's like I'm willing to do a lot for my skin, but I don't want to become a social pariah because I, cause I smell of a dead salmon. No, I think so, that's a good line to draw. What yeah. is it supposed to do for your face, by the way, all these salmon reproductive products? Well, according to the article that I, the, about Jennifer Aniston and her, you know, love of salmon semen facials, um, they are unsurprisingly really big in Korea because Korea is becoming the epicenter the of future facial skin um, technology and ingredients. Um, so it's really big in um, Korea. And, and it, there's an ingredient, which I'm going to murder now because I can't pronounce long words, but it's called polynucleotide. I think that's hmm. right. Um, and it's basically the DNA that's harvested from salmon. Um, and it, it, it keeps skin looking young, fresh, um, and um, helps to produce collagen, increases cell turnover, improves pigmentation, all the stuff that we hear other ingredients doing. Like this, retinoids. Like retinoids, exactly. This, you know, the, 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 the ingredients found in um, salmon sperm um, are really good at bringing about all of those um, effects. But it's like retinoids don't stink. Yeah, exactly. And so, and at this point, you can find ones that are affordable. I mean, I guess my thing too with any topical treatment is I think by and large, consistency is what makes them effective. I mean, I, I think it's very rare that you would find anything that you would put on your face once and then see a lasting result. Like after a facial, you might kind of have a glow and your pores are clear, but yeah. it doesn't last that long. Part of why I don't get facials that often, actually. No, I can't justify them because, you know, it's it's quite a lot of money for a short-term result. Exactly, and I'd rather spend my limited, you know, skincare budget on um, something like the Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads, which are going to last, you know, four months maybe and, um, and, you know and it's give me work. lasting results. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Um, so, so that's that. I'm on the, yeah, I'm on the fence with, um, with, with, with the salmon sperm facial. I'm not rushing out the door to, um, to, to get it. And I, I'm, I'm trying to see how much it costs. So we'll, we'll come back to how much yeah. it costs, but if Jen's doing it, we I know mean, it's not she cheap. does look good. I always assume though, also with all of these celebrities that for everything that you hear about that they're doing, there's like five things that they're not being public about that they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Whether it's some kind of plastic surgery or I don't even, who knows? It could be anything, but. Could be anything. And there's lots of things that we're doing that they're not like getting on public transport, um, dealing with the general public every day. Um, and, um, not, you know, we don't have chefs, private chefs, I'm sure Jennifer does. So, you know, that her diet is probably a lot better than your average, you know, your average Joe in the street. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in people like Jen, Jennifer Aniston's lives that, you know, that, that goes beyond um, the fact that she has salmon semen on her face. Mm-hmm. And peptide injections. And peptide injections. But, I mean... 
still Sick. pretty compelling. And, you know, now I'm, I'm kind of interested in this whole peptide world, but it's kind of a tangent. Yes. Well, I mean, we could do a whole, we could do a whole series on peptides, you know. Um, so um, it's just, you know, I thought it was enough to rub them on your face. Apparently now it's not. We're injecting them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to a peptide smoothie. <laughs> Why not? You know, well, let's... you could probably find one at Erewhon. Oh, for sure. For like $25. <laughs> and the rest. Oh, that place. I know. That place. I had someone, I overheard someone, you know, the overheard in LA thing. I almost submitted something. I heard someone say um, they're having to make economies in this current climate. So they they no longer shop at Erewhon, they shop at pavilions. Oh, wow. I know. I, I almost <laughs> felt like giving them some money because, um, you know, imagine That's rough. that. I know. I I have shopped at Erewhon rarely and it has always been for like a single item, not an actual full grocery shop because that would be insane. I I did once buy a $17 smoothie there and I've never recovered. <laughs> was it good? It was a tasty smoothie. I don't know if it was worth $17. It had bee pollen in it, I think, but Yeah. Um, everyone, wow. Okay, so let's move on to um, another thing, another to um, topic that I've seen quite a lot in the skin news is a new product that is allegedly challenging affordable skincare lines like CeraVe and Cetaphil. Um, it's called Bubble. Bubble. Have you mm. heard of it? No, I have not actually. Yeah, so it's a new, it's it's available in all of the places you'd find CeraVe. It's at your drugstores, it's at your CVSs. Um, it's affordably priced. It's available in, in around 12,000 stores. And, you know, like, like all of the other skincare lines out there, I mean, you know, you can't really reinvent the wheel at this stage in the game. But um, they claim to be shaking up the, the, the skin world. They have dermatologists develop scientific skincare made from natural products that claim to deliver face-changing results. So again, nothing we haven't heard before, but it is making a bit of a buzz. It's creating a bit of a buzz um, on the skincare market. I'm yet to try any, any of it, but I do have an issue with the packaging. And I'm oh. sorry if I sound shallow, but packaging. <laughs> I mean, our whole brand on me. this podcast is shallow. Yeah, so. yeah sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a safe place to share these problems. But I'm just showing you, Anna, now mm. the website. Do you, what do it's, you think of? Describe what you're seeing to, you know, so that people listening can hear. What it's it a little like. bit 80s. It's like yeah. blue and orange, very bright colors. And then they have kind of quirky lettering. Like it, it says bubble, but the letters are all sort of jumbled. Um, yeah. You know, like the, <laughs> kind of like ransom note style. Although yeah. they're, they're <laughs> I mean, the letters are consistent, but they're sort of like pasted on sort of goofy. It's a little, uh, yeah, it's a little 80s, a little like cheap looking. It looks cheap. Yeah. That's my problem. And it's like, you don't have to, you can still look uh, aspirational and not be expensive, like The Ordinary, for yes. example. And we'll come on to that more in a minute. Um, but yeah, to me, it looks like something that my mum might have put in my Christmas stocking, like at, <laughs> right at the end, just when she was trying to find things to fill it with. Totally. Um, so it's not a great start for me. Now, I know, you know, it's what's in the packaging that, that matters. But, you know, it, I am if I'm walking down an aisle and I see a product and it mm -hmm. gives it kind of makes me makes my skin crawl then I'm probably not going to buy it 
they have stuff for, you know, obviously daytime, nighttime. I am interested in trying out their um, SPF products. Oh, um, you have my attention. Yeah, well, of course. Now they, I know you, you know, we've talked about SPF and like the, what number is the the sweet spot, the dream number. I know for you and the research you've done, it's 30. 30, I mean- yeah. Not opposed to going above, but I don't think there's a ton of benefit to anything above 30. Yeah. Well, interestingly, Bubble seems to have picked 40 as their number for right. SPF. So all of their products that I've looked at, at least, um, seem to be um, SPF 40. And they've got the typical, you know, they've got all of the usual suspects, tinted mineral sunscreen, uh, water-based um, SPF moisturizer, and I think a spray as well that I saw somewhere. Hmm. Um, so I'd be, you know, I'd be open to trying it just try for, it. The, for the sun protection. How cheap are they? Like what's a tinted SPF moisturizer, for so, example? So yeah, so their, their tinted daily mineral sunscreen with SPF 40 is $19. Okay, that's good. Um, that's like half the price of, you know. Oh, Supergoop. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm getting, you know, I, I, used to, I used to swear by Supergoop. They used to be the affordable skincare, um, you know, SPF. They've just become a really glamorous brand. Their prices have gone up. And I don't know, I'm just, yeah. I, I need something new. So maybe it's bubble. Maybe it's bubble. Yeah, so they've got another invisible daily mineral sunscreen broads, uh, which I think is actually very similar to the Super Goop Unseen sunscreen, which is almost like a gel. Oh, that, yeah. I don't know if you've tried that. It's actually really good. But it's $40. This is 19 so I like you it. Know. I like this trend in general of these budget skincare lines that promise. I mean, you know, we'll have to test them out to see if they live up yes. to the effectiveness promise. But I like the idea of these affordable lines that promise really effective results with no frills. I mean, I think the ordinary probably does it best in terms of just their marketing and you know how. And totally. I there's a few of their products that I love. I mean, I do use one of their um, their retinols um, at night. But I like this trend, you know, because we like a little luxury in our lives. I like to know that those really expensive things exist. And once in a while, you know, I'll buy one and it's kind of a treat. But I think this is a good trend. I like this. And there's a lot of lines like this now that... Oh, it's the future uh, of mm -hmm. skincare. And I think it's, you know, and it's good skin is should be a human birthright. You know, it's not, just for, the, it's not just for the rich and the famous. And I think for many years we've been you know that we've been tricked into thinking that you the more money you spend the better your skin can be and we both know that's just not true anymore no totally or that it's this incredibly privileged pursuit and you know in some ways of course it is for sure i mean honestly right just the time that i spend thinking about it is something of a luxury however yes. it doesn't have to you know but it can be pretty accessible too just to you know to have an interest to yeah, do a, sure. a retinol to have a little routine that kind of like makes you feel good and i i like this trend of these budget lines I think it's exciting and if I find a product with one of these lines that I really like I'm I'll stick to it yeah so now that we've talked so I started off being quite negative about bubble now that I'm looking at their um, <laughs> website and the prices and what some of their claims are I'm actually kind of interested and I think I'm gonna I might even um splurge and 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 get one of their kind of starter sets and just see what happens you know um, yes, do it. And then you can report back. Yes, I will report back next week uh, once I've done my bubble search. Um, it's what I wanted to do with the goop peptide serum. Speaking of peptides, oh, but yes. oh, so expensive. So expensive. So yeah, let's do the bubble review. Yeah, let's do the bubble review. I wonder if 
Gwyneth's tried bubble. Something tells me Certainly she hasn't. Certainly not. Certainly not. No. <laughs> not enough zeros after those um, prices. Um, okay, so we're going to go from, from affordable to the other side of the spectrum, you know, skincare for the super rich or the stupid rich, you might say. Um, and I was amazed today to see that Augustinus Barder who, you know, for the last five years has been, you know, hailed as the saviour of skincare, or at the very least, the future of skincare. But the prices are obscene, <gasps> obscene. Oh, well, yes. And what's even more amazing is they have a sale on, you know, and it's like this, these kind of, these kind of um, products do not go on sale. Like Gucci doesn't have a sale. Right. You know, it's, it's a dirty word in the, you know, in the, in the upper echelons of um, fashion and skincare to ever have a sale. Um, but Augustine Spada is, which I think tells you a lot about this, you know, what's going on in the skincare industry at the moment. They're and feeling also, the heat from bubble. Exactly. Bubble, bubble are coming for... Augustinus Bader and all of these other, you know, high-end skincare lines that promise the world and cost the world at the same time. So amazingly, they have a 15% sale on 1.5 before you get excited, not 5.0. Um, so that takes, you know, for example, their retinol serum, which has been, you know, it's won awards. Um, it was $350. It's now two nine eight. Oh, a steal. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know what we're doing still sitting here. I don't know why we're not running down to um I was gonna say Sephora, but I don't think they stock Augustinus oh, Bada. Blue Mercury uh, do Oh uh, yeah, they would. They do uh Augustinus Bada. But yeah, it's like even with the discount, I just can't quite justify these prices. I know, me neither. I can't do it. It's just, it's just obscene to me. As obsessed as I am with skincare, it just is like, even if I had the money, which I mean, I don't really have the money to be spending $300 no, on a retinol. I never have the money, but, but it still doesn't stop me. <laughs> right. You know? but, I mean, I could, but it would be like, I'm, I mean, I feel like I could I could get more bang for my buck with, you know, by getting multiple products for yes. that price from any number of places. But it's definitely a kind of aspirational brand in my favorite uh, little skin skincare and beauty shop. It's in the Silver Lake neighborhood of Los Angeles. Mm. It's called Le Pink and Company. And I love it. It's mm. this cute little store and they have just brands that are hard to find, you know, not drugstore brands, but... Um, stuff that you can't, that's harder to find unless you're buying online. And they do facials there. It's a beautiful little shop, but they have this brand. Is it Augustinus? Augustinus Bader, Augustinus I believe Barter. is how you pronounce it. Barter. He's a German scientist. Okay. Um, but yeah, and they it's very keep the products blue. like up yeah. on a shelf behind the oh, register yeah. in their own little section. And I go in and whenever I'm paying for my much less expensive product, I look at it up there and I'm like, well... Maybe oh, yeah. someday. Maybe but... someday. Here's the thing. I have bought, I've I bought their creams. I probably, you know, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I've spent over a thousand dollars on their when they first came out because it was such a huge marketing campaign. I remember it. It was like 2021. And um it was just, you know, people from Vogue and Tatler and all of these big magazines were just singing its praises. I thought, this is it. This is gonna change my life. Um, and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. You know, it didn't didn't make my skin worse. I don't think so, but it didn't. It, I I wasn't looking at my face thinking, oh my god, this is the shit. Like 
I, I had a better experience and I, I had more noticeable results using um, Dr. Brenner's vitamin C serum. Yeah, that stuff is the bomb. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and here's the thing. You know, the ingredients in the the eye cream bioglutinous butter, vitamin C, niacinamide. No, how, how do I say uh, that? Niacinamide, I think. Ni- niacinamide, peptides. They're all, peptides they again. are all in bubble. Totally. They are all in the ordinary. Yeah. You know? Now, yes, there is this, um, you know, mysterious ingredient called TFC8 that, you know, are, are, is this kind of secret holy grail formula that Augustinus will never disclose. You know, a little bit like La Mer and the miracle broth that they bang on about. But um, I don't, whatever's in TFCA, I didn't see it changing my skin. So, so verdict is in, not worth it. I not was worth it. recently at a friend's house and they had this um, cream in the bathroom. I used the bathroom the and bathroom. I saw, yes, the Augustinus Botter cream. What, it was just lying around? Yeah, it was like on the um, vanity and it <gasps> did occur to me, I could just take a glob and just put it on and see what happens. But I didn't, I didn't, I could was have taken good. The bottle. But it, it did occur to me. <laughs> It occurred to me. Can you imagine getting that phone call? Sorry, did um, you see Anna, my- <laughs> did you happen to see my skin cream? No. No, no, that wasn't me. Um, yeah, I, you know, and this is the other thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a power move. It's a baller move to leave that kind of stuff out in your bathroom, you know. And I do it, you know, in my own way, I do it with, you know, diptyque candles um, <laughs> or, you know, just kind of like a a luxury home status symbol brand that everybody knows, or if you're in the know, you know that it's the stuff. It's, just, you know, it's, and I'm all for it. Show off in your bathroom. Yeah, go for it. Just don't be offended if I take a little squeeze. Yeah, don't be offended. If you haven't chained it down, don't be offended if it disappears, quite frankly. So yeah, 15% off Augustinus Barda doesn't change the fact that it's extremely expensive still. No. In the words of Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. Thank you, Shania. Or I wonder what she does to her skin. Yeah, she looks good. She looks amazing. And she lives in Switzerland. Oh, maybe that explains it. Less stressful. I just have images of her like walking around her like, 25 acre kind of Alps home, just mm-hmm, her breathing chateau. In, yeah, breathing in that gorgeous, you know, Swiss air and maybe milking a cow and then, you know, just going for like a three hour facial and oh. Sounds great. Oh, Shania. I now actually am going to dive into a rabbit hole of what Shania's <laughs> Oh, so am I, as soon as we finish. Because that is what I do with my spare time. I just think, what does she do for, to, to make her face look so good? It's how I de stress. Yeah. I mean, I do read real books and things like that, but, um, but I do like to zone out by just looking up people's skincare routines. Yeah, it's just an endless source of fascination for me. And um, yeah, so um, so those are our topics today. I feel like time flew by. It did. We covered a lot of ground. We really did. We went right from the bargain basement right to the top of the um, of what's of what's available on the, on the skincare market. And we're going to be keeping a close eye on Jennifer Aniston's face. Very close. Very mm-hmm. close. See if those peptides are working. Yeah, and don't forget this is the salmon sperm. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, what's our tagline? If you can do nothing else with your day, for the love of God, just put on some SPF. Put on some SPF. It's truly all you need. Factor 30, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Please. Despite everything we've said here, yes. and we'll continue to say, <laughs> it really is kind of all you need. It's but. All you need. <laughs> but... You know, shh. Yeah, shh. Thanks, guys. <laughs>